0: Hello, friends. Crystal Cheatham here. Um, This week on Lord Have Mercy, I'm going to do something different and feature a new podcast that is available in our Bible app for subscribers. It's called Pass the Salt and hosted by our editor-in-chief, Teresa Ta. Um, I'd like you to tune in, find, it, find out if you actually like it, um, and then hopefully you'll be able to subscribe to the app and listen to it every single day. Um, the podcast is a daily reading some of the best featured devotionals in the app, and so this way you won't actually have to read. You can just tune in. Um, so with that, here is the first episode of Pass the Salt.
1: Hello, I'm your host, Teresa Ta, and you are listening to Pass the Salt, 365 days of audio devotional readings. Wake up and be inspired. This week, we will be reading One Body, Many Parts by Deborah Jian Lee. For those of us from marginalized backgrounds and identities, this four-day devotional offers reflection on what it means to be a suffering part of the body and how we can work towards healing ourselves and others to start mending the whole body of Christ. Read along with me by opening this devotional in our Bible app. One body, many parts, day one, titled, Receiving Life's Fullness. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. John 10, verse 10. I grew up in a mostly white suburb of Chicago where all the different kids were relegated to the edges, sometimes tormented, but mostly just dismissed as insignificant. As a Chinese-American kid, I interpreted this treatment as a measurement of my self-worth. When a kid called me a racial slur and beat me up, I internalized this hatred. Part of me began to believe that my ethnicity made me worthless. It's tempting to blame the kids in my school for this terrible conduct, but perhaps it's more appropriate to look at the culture and institutions that shape them. Most came from dominant white American Christian culture. Why was there such a huge gap between the gospel's message of inclusion and the way they treated those who were different? I attribute this gap in part to the fact that we are often more captive to culture than to the teachings of Jesus. Our society validates this idea that people who aren't white, cis, straight, male, able-bodied and attractive deserve less and can be treated as less. It wasn't until I began attending a youth group at a Chinese immigrant church that I began to recognize my worth. The gospel makes our value and equality abundantly clear. And the belonging I felt with my new community reinforced that truth. I began to see my life through a radically new lens. For the first time, I saw people who looked like me at the center of the narrative. At school, we were the Asian wallflowers, invisible to our peers, watching life happen to everyone else. But in youth group, We came alive. We were the cool kids. We were the funny kids. We got to show up, be ourselves, and actually participate in our lives. It shouldn't have been a revelation, but it was. John 10 verse 10 says, The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. This verse sets up a powerful juxtaposition between the thief who destroys and the divine who gives abundant life. In retrospect, it's easy to point out the thieves in my childhood, the bullies, the snobs, the white-centric culture that shaped them, and the life givers, the haven that embraced me, a worldview that spurred love and equality. Take a moment to think about your life. Consider the people, places, and systems that might operate like thieves, stealing, killing, and destroying your spirit. What can you do to put distance between yourself and these harmful spaces? Now, consider all that gives you life. When do you see yourself coming alive? Who brings out the best in you? Where do you have space to lean into your identity in all of its complexity and interconnectedness? Let your answers guide you toward more healthy, life-affirming spaces. I encourage you to find an affinity group that will embrace you and give you space to heal and love yourself. Here are some places to start. Find an online community or a local support group. Turn to a trusted friend or therapist. Lean on someone who will support your journey toward discovering your inherent value. The process of deprogramming from our culture's warped metrics of worth takes time and can be painful, but the reward is our liberation. Thank you for tuning in. This was Day One of One Body, Many Parts by Deborah Gianli, read by Teresa Ta. Join us tomorrow for Day Two naming your gifts. Pass the Salt is a product of our Bible app, edited and produced by Crystal Keaton.